Welcome, welcome to the Sharpway Show. Yes, I am back here Friday evening on uh, at 7 p.m. I know I wasn't doing a Sharpway Show yesterday, but I was doing some cool things uh, yesterday. I was out on Long Island um, chatting with people in Huntington uh, in Huntington Township and uh, out there talking to people from Suffolk County and Nassau County. I was actually speaking at a town hall event out there on cannabis, doing lots of different things. So um, some of you might have seen it. So hopefully you can see it. You can check out that video if you want to. But that's where I was. So today I'm back, though. I'm here Friday. And tomorrow morning I am going to be heading on off to Western New York for a 14-county trip, four days and 14 counties. I will be out there uh, covering Western New York. If you're in that area, please come see me, LarrySharp.com slash events. I haven't mentioned much about the Rittenhouse case at all. I tend to try, as a general rule, to actually not um, deal with a lot of the pop culture things, and I call pop culture the thing, the thing of the day. I tend not to. My team gets mad at me all the time. Like, you got to cover it. Everyone's covered. You got to cover it. So they get mad and want me to cover stuff like this. The reason why I often don't cover these types of things is because my view is almost never what the media will say. It's almost always different. And I sometimes get frustrated by people get mad at me when I don't fall into the, you have to hate this person or hate that person or love this person or love that person. I rarely do that stuff. And if you know me, you know that I'm not going to do what you think. I'm going to be nuanced, as I always am, because life is nuanced. It isn't black and white. Almost never. I mean, once in a while it is. But very rarely is life black and white. It usually isn't. So I try to establish nuance. So, guys, if you could help out, though, like, comment, and share. I bring it up all the time. Please do it. Let people know that I'm on. It does. It does definitely matter. All those things matter. What I brought up was the idea, is Kyle Rittenhouse a hero or a monster? And why would I bring that up? Because that's what you're hearing from people. Your People are, let me tell you a couple, two sides. First side is, doesn't matter. It's a clean, justified shooting. He was defending himself. He's a hero. That's not true. Meaning the hero part. The other side is, he was a monster killing people on a rampage. That's not true. The reality of it is, Kyle Rittenhouse did what most 17-year-old boys would have done in that same situation. And what does that mean? For those of you who don't know, most of you probably don't know detail. Some of you do, because some of you were following it detail, but most of you weren't. I followed the most important aspects, which is not necessarily what he did, which I cared but more why. Why was a 17-year-old running around Wisconsin in Kenosha with the firearm? Why was it happening? And the number one reason why it was is because his parents encouraged him to do so. You might say, what? That's the reason? Yes. That's the number one reason. His father had asked him to come before. He didn't bring the gun. That didn't happen. The gun was already there. His parents wanted him to go. His mother drove him. I'm asking you. You. Listening, watching. If you were a 17-year-old boy, if you're a, a woman, try to imagine, 17-year-old boys you know, or have been, or if you're a mom or an uncle, or I'm sorry, mom or an aunt or a grandma, you know, think about your 17-year-old boys. If your dad, who you love and respect, told you come to Kenosha, shit's hitting the fan, son, go out there and do something. What would you do? I was a 17-year-old boy. 
And when I was 17, I didn't have a father. But if I had a father and he had told me to do that, I'd have been out there. Am I excusing what he did? I'm not. Am I excusing any of it? I'm not. I'm explaining it as I often do. I am explaining what young men do all the time. If it had been me, I would have done it. And if it had been you and you were a 17 year old boy, your happy ass would have been out there too. Because that's, or if it wasn't, then you're, I don't know what would be wrong with you as a 17 year old boy. That's what 17 year old boys do. That's why he was out there. And I might say, okay, Larry, you know what? Maybe I'll buy that. Maybe I'll buy that. Maybe. Okay, you're going to buy that aspect of the story. He's out there because his parents encouraged him to do so. He was trying to do the right thing. He was trying to impress the world. He was trying to figure out what a, be, being a man is. And that's what he thought was the right answer. And he went out there. All right, maybe you buy that. So should we put his parents in jail? Should we attack his parents? Should they be on trial? I would have rather if that happened, if you, if you thought that was wrong, I don't believe, think it should have happened. But at least to me, that would have made sense in that regard. If you, if you were trying to blame him being there, if that was your goal, right? He's not old enough to drink or smoke, but he's old enough to go to jail and be charged as an adult. But he can't, he can't vape. But you can hit him up for that, right? That's one of my problems here. So if you're going to punish somebody for him being there, I don't think you should. But I'm saying to be intellectually honest, to be to be forward, maybe yell at his parents. If you do that, I wouldn't have. But if he did, that at least to me would make sense if that's your thought process. All right, punish parents then. Okay, then we walk down that road. Again, I wouldn't have done that, but I get it. Why did the parents think that? Why would your parents think that? Because they thought the world was ending. They saw rioters outside. They saw their they saw peaceful protests not be so peaceful sometimes. They saw that. They were scared. They were watching TV. The world was ending. They were being told the world's ending. They acted accordingly and told their son. And their young son went out to do stuff. Who's saying that? Nobody. What they're saying is one of two things. You're hearing the right go, he was protecting his dad because he was whatever. That's one. Well, the left saying he was marauding, trying to shoot people. Both are wrong. He was acting as any seven-year-old would have acted. That's the first piece. And that may be a nuance, but it's true. It's true. Number one. Now, the next thing people are saying, well, he brought the gun across state lines. Not true. He was transported across state lines. His mom drove him to his dad's house. That's not transporting someone to across state lines. That's his mom driving him to his dad's house. That's what that was. So not a crime. Shouldn't be a crime. Silly even imagine. Right? That That's number one. Right? So there's number one. But let me keep walking down this road. So now I have Kyle out there with the gun. Okay. Do I think it was a smart move? No, I do not think that was a smart move at all. I think it was a bad move. I think he should not have done it. It was a bad move. Do I think it was illegal? No, it wasn't. Do I think what he did was, you know, uh, uh, um, well, even even the shootings, the shootings were illegal? No, I don't. Was it a bad idea? Yeah. Generally speaking, it is a bad idea to bring a firearm to a protest. Not 100%. That's not a 100% rule. But generally speaking, generally, it's not a good idea. So I think it wasn't a good idea. 
But it, it doesn't make it illegal. Doesn't mean he was hunting people. Of course not. But there are other parts here. He's there. The assumption was, the assumption was from too many people that he was hunting because he's a white supremacist. Okay. If Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist, he read the wrong book because he was shooting white people. So if he's a white supremacist, he's like the worst white supremacist ever. Like, he didn't read Mein Kampf. He read Mein Mampf. I don't know what the hell he He read the wrong book or something. You're supposed to shoot the black people, I thought, right? And now what you're supposed to do if you're a white supremacist? He's shooting the wrong people. So clearly that was a story that was told. And the funny part about this is there were many people I knew here in the city who thought that the people he shot were black. They did. They thought the people he shot were black. They assumed that they were black. That was their assumption. I'm not making this up. Some of you may know someone who thought that. They're like, he shot black people. Like, they, they were white. What? They were white. Yeah. They heard white supremacist and assumed Kyle was shooting black people. That was their assumption. This is one of the reasons why people got so angry because that's what they believed even though it wasn't true. And when they found out, wait a minute, he's shooting white people, they had already doubled down on the white supremacy piece. So how do you back out now? Right? How do you back out now when you've doubled down on the racism word, on the white supremacy phrase? Once you've hit that, how do you back out now? Now you go, uh, well, I'm sure he was mad anyway or something. And that's what wound up happening. And then that narrative couldn't go away. For some of you who are shocked at how he became white supremacist, it's because many people thought the people he shot were black, even though they weren't. And then when the, when it came out, they're like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, which is why something else happened. If you ever have a situation where, for example, a cop, particularly a white cop, shoots a black assailant, the fur or any black, any black person, the first thing that the cop, the, the people supporting the cops do is find how bad the black guy is. The first thing they'll do, oh, he's got a record. He does this. He does that. He does this. They'll immediately do that to justify the shooting of the police officer immediately. So that's why when people said, well, the guys he shot were bad people and the guy Cal Rittenhouse shot, they were pieces of garbage. But that doesn't make it right or wrong. But that's why when that came out, you still find, right, you still find that people were like, no, no, no. They were pushing it away because initially they thought it was just someone trying to exclude a, excuse a, a shooting of a black person. So they initially pushed it away. Like, they, I don't care if he was a whatever, a convicted this, convicted that. It probably wasn't true because he's black. And then they were like, oh, wait, he's white. Oh, huh, huh. Wait a minute. Change everything. But people have already doubled down. If you notice so often when I deal with this, so often I don't take a stand on these things until later. I shut my mouth and I don't say stuff till later. With this one, I waited. With Cuomo, I waited. I wait. Why? Because I've actually been in court cases and consulted with defense attorneys, and you don't know what you don't know.
There's always an opportunity. One thing you can do if you want to, and I try to do it. Sometimes you can say nothing. Very often, I don't know. So I shut my mouth and I say nothing until I find out what's going on. These people don't. They say, he's a white supremacist. Let's run down that narrative. Let's go all the way down that road. And whatever happens at the end, ah, who cares? And the other side immediately defends. And now you have a situation to where literally, literally, there are tons of black people in Kenosha defending, supporting white child abusers. I'm not making this up. That's actually happening right now because of that narrative that wouldn't go away. That wouldn't go away because once you double down, it is so hard to go back. This is why I go out of my way to not say stuff like that. And if I'm wrong, you will hear me say I'm wrong. I will back off and go, I I was wrong. I made a mistake. That's not true. Because I want you to know that I'm not going to run down that road, but these people do. That's why I'm upset there. I'm still not done. I want to show some of the, some of the actual, a little bit of, of uh, about two minutes is short, of people reacting. And I also want to make sure that when I talk about the reacting, we understand the emotion behind this. I know some of you don't like that. I know some of you get mad. Well, it doesn't matter because this. Emotion does matter. It does. Emotion matters. Let me grab a couple of these. I'm going to grab your comments. You have a lot of comments. You guys are really on this. I get it. I will grab them. I promise. And some of you are mad at me. I'm happy. I'll deal with it. You know I will. Give me a couple seconds. And I want to show you this if I could. All right. Hope you guys can hear this. I'm not so surprised because in this city, my nephew was shot seven times in the back and no levels, no charges were ever leveled. Now, this is the guy who's saying, you know, his, his, the guy who was killed before this, um, this whole, this whole thing started, right? This is his cousin or nephew. I forgot which one was shot. And he's like, no charges were ever so-and-so, right? Yeah. What he's saying is he's angry. Because the, the system is not good. That's true. It's not a great system. And the system was shown that way by the bad prosecutor, right? We saw how bad the system is. That's true. So why in the world does this gentleman, and be very forward, why does he actually care to be forward? If I lost my nephew, I might be mad too. I might want someone to pay for that. I might. But you know who I want to pay for that? The people who shot my nephew or the system that got him shot. Yes, I'd want them to pay. I wouldn't want a 17-year-old boy to pay. I wouldn't want that. And that's where we are now. I don't want a 17-year-old boy to pay for my nephew's death. That's not, I don't want that. You have to understand from day one, the judge had his hand on the scale. He didn't allow. Now they blame the judge for this. Now, if any of you have been to criminal court, and I hope some of you have, the judge that was here, and I don't mean this, any libertarian, that's what I'll say, not left or right libertarian, this judge was amazing. I'm not joking. What most of you may not know is most judges are former prosecutors. Most judges, when you walk in that that courtroom, they assume you're guilty. And they're going to tell me no. They'll be mad at me for saying it. And you know it's true. It is absolutely true. I don't care. It's true. 
Most judges, when you walk in, assume you're guilty off the bat. This one didn't. Hooray. Hooray. I wish more judges would assume that someone's not guilty. And the prosecutor did horrible, terrible shit. And the judge says, I'm really clear on something. This is so simple. I got to cover this piece of it because it drives me crazy. One of the charges that the prosecution put forward wasn't a crime. It wasn't a crime. And it was the age of him owning his age versus um, the, the firearm that he was carrying, right? They made that a crime. It wasn't a crime. They figured that out during the trial. During the trial, they figured that all you had to do as a prosecutor was ask any of your clerks, hey, do me a favor. We're putting this charge down. Would you look and see if it's a charge? See if the age and the firearm match. That's all. It's 30 seconds. Didn't do it. Why? Because in every other case, it doesn't have to. Because other judges don't even care. They don't. And most of the people who are actually looking at this as outside, right, looking at it go, that guy's evil, he's bad. No one else knew. No one even cared. Think about it. He had paid defense. They didn't know. And now you're going to tell me? Some public defenders going to know this? How many false charges... How many bullshit laws and charges has that prosecutor put on black men? Sorry, I'll go back. Black boys. How many? I don't know. Dozens? Hundreds? I get why he is mad that his, that his, his nephew's dead. And that he wants someone to pay for that. I get that. I might think the same way. I'm not mad at him for that. I get it. All I'm saying is, because he's emotional, you lost someone you love, you're emotional, you're not thinking logical. Okay. But why are all the other people angry who didn't lose someone? Right? He, in my view, I understand he lost his nephew who he loved. He's emotional. He can think all kind of stuff and want the whole world to burn. I get it. I've had pain in my life and so have you. And you wanted the world to burn because you had pain. I get it. But there's guys and gals who have nothing to do with this kid. Didn't know who he was. And they're all upset and worried and scared. What you upset and worried and scared about? You didn't lose your, your nephew. You lost nobody. You just want to be righteous. You can shut up as far as I'm concerned. You didn't lose anybody. This guy, I get his pain. He's still wrong, but I get his pain. The prosecutor, what a hunk of garbage he was. But you think, well, that's a bad prosecutor. That's most of them. Yeah, I know I'm in a lot of prosecutors angry right now. I don't care. That's most of them. I know a prosecutor who literally said, Oh, that guy, he's innocent until proven broke. That's what he said. Innocent until proven broke. So when he has no money, he's guilty. That's what we deal with. This goes back to one of the things that shows that we should know now. Every single trial should have cameras in it be recorded. Let me say that one more time. Every single trial. To include, by the way, family court. Now, I'll make one exception in family court. One exception. When minors are involved, you can blur out and or redact minor testimony. That I'm okay. You could do that if you want to. No worries. I get that. They're minors. But you're an adult in family court. You're an adult in criminal court. You're an adult in civil court. Be on TV. Because if we saw more of these prosecutors who where they are, we'd realize how many people went to jail because of this guy. If you're a defense attorney, you are supposed to do the best that you possibly can do to defend your client. If you're a prosecutor, 
You're supposed to do the best you can to put someone in jail? No. You're supposed to be carrying out the law. They're just trying to put people in prison. We saw that. The stuff he said was insanely stupid. It made no sense. All he wanted to do was put him away. And people say they weren't shocked. I actually was shocked. I thought they'd convict him on something. Because I'm such a negative feeling about juries. I think they always want to put somebody away. Surprised. But yes, this shows every single, everyone, every trial on uh, video, every trial, videotaped, everyone. So we can watch some of these prosecutors and maybe they'll stop being pieces of garbage. And maybe you have better, you have better, better judges, judges who will be more like this one. Let me grab a couple more real fast and I will grab your comments, I promise. A picture. He didn't allow videotapes in. He didn't allow, didn't allow, didn't allow. He was doing everything he could to allow this young man to leave his courtroom clear and free. He was trying, he was trying to give Kyle an actual fair trial, which isn't that common. I'm very pleased. It's just. That's 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 what makes you want to be an American is to get just verdicts from, from jurors. I mean, there's a lot of problems in this country, but apparently at least the court is not currently one of them. And I tell you, I really believe, and maybe I'm wrong on this one. Maybe you think I'm crazy. I really believe one of the reasons why this was a fairer um, trial is because it was on TV. Because people were watching it. That's why there were repercussions. And as most of you know, in this system, generally speaking, prosecutors, no repercussions. They can destroy your life, no repercussions. Judges, destroy your life, no repercussions. None. That's the norm. They just crush you and devastate you and no repercussions. Well, now you got to watch on TV. Now you got to go home to your mom and dad. Now you got to go home to your cousin. That prosecutor has to go home and, and people are going to go, man, you're a piece of garbage, man. They didn't it before. They thought he was Superman. That prosecutor, they thought he was Superman, protecting the people. They thought that. Now they're like, that, you're a piece of garbage. And he is. But that's fine. The court can see straight, even if all you media fail, and if all these people talk very loud with aggressive tones. The court did not fail today. Now, I want to bring that piece up, too. There were a lot of people who were talking about how, oh, the, the, the jury is going to be swayed. The jury is worried. I don't have that much experience. But I have enough experience to believe that juries aren't. I've been on a jury twice. I was on a jury twice. And I've consulted with juries. They're not affected by this. They're not. When's the last time you heard of some jury, juror being shot or some juror being threatened or some juror uh, getting bribed? That doesn't happen. If you bribe a juror, do you understand the court is going to bury you under the jail? I'm not joking. If if you know anything about how the jury system works, judges worship the jury decision. That is like, that's the equivalent of the gospel for them. A jury said it. Oh, my God, a jury said it. That's it. You bribe a jury, you are going to jail, and you are never coming out. Ever. Ever coming out. That's, you know, it doesn't happen. Jurors are not affected by this. That's, that's a story that people tell. That's another lot of people tell. Juries aren't worried about this at all. They're just not. I wish I could say I was surprised, but I'm not. Um, I'm sad. I'm sad. This is, uh, tell me why you said gonna mean a lot more people are going to get hurt by, uh, by people who think they can, uh, just arm themselves and just start shooting. 
And that's the part that bothers me there too, right? Why is she worried? What if Kyle had been carried on all four? Kyle is on all four, goes to jail for 30 years. They totally hammer him. He goes to jail for 40 years. He's gone. Is she any safer? Is her, does she get a better job? Does she get better education? Does she get a better relationship? Does anything good happen in her life? Does her, does her, her, her dog come back? Does anything happen if Kyle goes to jail for 40 years? Nothing. She has nothing better to do. I don't mean to be mean, but she has nothing better to do. Shouldn't you be doing something else? I don't know. Isn't like a, I don't know. Isn't Netflix pretty cool? Go watch Tiger King 2 or something. Why are you here? Do you have anything better to do? No. Nothing changes. Again, the uncle of the guy who was shot, I get his anger and his emotion. Her? What's going to happen with her? Nothing. She's going to go home and, I don't know, watch MSNBC or something. What does she do? I don't know what she does, but that's what she should be doing. Nothing happens. And now, now more people are going to die because people think they can go around shooting people. She, He didn't do that. And if you want to go around shooting people, don't we already have that? You can do that now, can't you? No laws were changed. This is just something they're talking about. She has nothing better to do. I was, I was very pleased with the verdict. I think that the, the jury was very courageous, and they obviously were very diligent and, and uh, very considered in taking this much time to reach the verdict. That is true. Um, I've been saying all week, uh, obviously, they could hear the protests and the threats. Okay. For, this is a story that's not true again. Uh, th- this guy, is he's exaggerating the opposite end. He's like, and they could hear the threats, and they were scared. Jurors weren't scared. That's not That doesn't happen. That's not a thing. That's a story that the right news will tell you. That they're scared of the, the city burning down. Jurors are not scared of the city burning down. That's not a thing. That's a story they tell you. It's not steps. true. And it must have been a very uh, burdensome task for them to weigh the fate of this one young man against that's the fate true. of the community with all the threats that have been being made. That's not true. That think, that's not a thing. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't surprised at all. I expected the unexpected, you know. I don't know what that means. The okay. judge set the tone. Judge's fault. Days ago, you know, he um, he actually bullied the jurors. He bullied so the jurors. None of that is true, but that's okay. I just want to cover. Let me cover some of your points, and then I'll get back. And there are more things I want to bring up here, but I hope my concept was clear on what I was talking about and why this is nuanced. It's absolutely nuanced, right? And the guys. Let me touch the guys who were there now. And this is going to be touchy for some of you. But if you are a felon, or if you know felons or have felons in your life, I do. I've had felons in my family and felons in my life. If you're a felon, and two of the men he shot were were felons, if you're a felon and you're on the men, meaning you've decided, you know what? I did my time. I screwed up. I want a second chance at life. Here are two things you do not do. You don't hang out at night with other felons, which is what they both did. And you don't have illegal weapons, which they both did. You don't do that if you're a felon on the mend. Now, you know, I've said this a bazillion times, and I'll keep saying it. Every single felon deserves a second chance. Every single felon who gets out of prison deserves a second chance. No exception. You deserve a second chance. And if you are a felon, and those of you who know felons, those who want a second chance, they go out of their way to stay clean. And I mean out of their way. They're like, guns are over there. 
I'm over here. Felons over there, I'm staying home. They go out of their way to stay clean. They would never be running around at night with guns at other felons. Never would happen if you were a felon on the mend. These guys were still pieces of garbage. And that sounds bad, but it's true. Because if they were actually on the mend, then they would have been home or at work or any or watching Netflix. They'd have been doing anything else but out at night with illegal weapons. That's not what felons are. Once you've spent time in prison, if you're serious about not going back, you don't do what they did. Larry, how do you know that? You know that if you either are a felon or you have felons in your life. I have had too many felons in my life. That's what they do. The ones who are not about doing the right thing, they're right back out there. Those guys are pieces of garbage. They were violent. They were bad guys. Now, does that mean that they deserve to be shot? For, for, for doing stupid stuff? No. For attacking him? Yes. I don't mean to be mean on that one. But it's true. For them being out there, being stupid... And be and being aggressive, that it deserved to be shot. No, for doing what they did to, to, to Kyle. Yes. Now, with that in mind, is Kyle now now a hero? No, he is an unfortunate kid who was in the wrong place, wrong time, and now sadly, but no one, I don't hear anyone talking about, and I'm going to talk about it. I now have an 18 year old kid in America now who shot two people. Three, sorry, killed two people, shot three, and has to live with that the rest of his life. You might go, but it was okay, but it was righteous. Doesn't matter. Talk to veterans who've killed in war. Straight self-defense. Doesn't mean they're okay with it. It still sucks. It's justified, and they shouldn't go to jail, and it sucks. This is not a good thing. This is still a bad thing. If Kyle lives to 80 or 90, he has to live with this for 60 or 70 years. Not just that. He had to go to jail at 17 years old. Not just that, his life will never be the same, ever. That's what happens to Kyle. So Kyle's punished no matter what. Whether he goes to jail or not, he's punished no matter what. And we have another kid who's upset. And we have people who want to punish the other. I get the anger of the family members. I do. Everybody else? Why are you mad? Why are you mad? In reality, the question I've heard before is, are we safer after this verdict? Are we safer after the verdict? Here's what I would say. No worries. Yes, who cares? The verdict is the verdict. What Are we safer if he was goes to jail 40 years? No. Let me walk down this road if I can. I'm going to grab some of these, uh, these here if I could. I appreciate it. Yes. All right. Um, Torrin says, self-defense is more than a right. It's an instinct. Valid point. White Americans still have the right to protect their lives because their lives matter. I'm very happy. Everyone's life matters. You are correct. Of course. Now, to be clear, I get why people were upset. I do. That's emotion. But now let's move down. Let's keep going. Right? Let's keep going. But yes, it is an instinct. If you defend yourself, let's say someone tries to murder me. And it's some young guy who wants to murder me. And I defend myself and I kill him. Would I be righteous in defending myself? Yes. But I would still feel terrible. Because I just took away someone's loved one. I would still feel bad about it. I still would feel bad. 
I shouldn't go to jail. I defended myself. Still sucks. I'd rather not be there in that position to have to make that choice, do that thing. That's the issue. So, yes. Uh, oh, thank you. You have caught this live. I appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Um, why was the Rittenhouse trial covered more than the Ahmad Aubrey one? Oh, very good point. I think now maybe, maybe it'll start happening. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Um, I feel like the Rittenhouse one was far more sexy. And I know that sounds terrible, but I just think it was. It was a sexier case with more video and drama. And the press doesn't care. Remember them, Remember something. The press. The press's job, we often wonder, what's the, what's the press's job, right? Uh, the press's job is to inform us. The press's job is to give us news. No, the press's job is one thing, to be seen. That's it. To be seen. By the newspapers, watch the show, click on the websites. That's it. They're going to show you what makes people watch. And the sexy Rittenhouse trial was that. People cared more about that than Aubrey. I know it sounds horrible. They cared more about it. That's why the press doesn't care about any of this. The press doesn't care if it works or not, doesn't work, is relevant. The press just wants you to watch. And they're going to look at who their people are, what their people want to see. You want to see that. Boom. Boom. You can't call, you know, you can't call Aubrey a white supremacist. So it doesn't work. If you could have, they would have done that for sure. Yes. So the zombie God says, I think Kyle Rittenhouse is a hero. I don't want to believe that. Because I don't want to encourage more young men to head out and go to a protest with a firearm. Not because they can't. You can. It's your right. You can. It just often doesn't end up well. And um, so I'd rather them not. Right? Again, it's not illegal. You shouldn't go to jail for it. It's just generally a bad idea. And I think this is an example of that. I think generally speaking, you don't want to do that. So I don't want to encourage that. That's my view. It's a personal view. I'm sure some of you disagree. So Julie says there was a jury. Jury ruled. End. Media always tries to make people hate each other and get to get sales. He's let it go. Julie, you're right. Um, you're right. The media has to keep the eyeballs going, right? This is, the, this is the problem with media, right? So you were watching the show. If you like MSNBC or Fox News, you were watching it. Now it's over. What do you do now? Well, I got to get you watching. So I got to explain why. The judge is evil or the judge is awesome or the media is, I got to do that. So you keep watching. That's the issue. So yes. Jonathan says, hero is not a hill I'm to die on. Me too, Jonathan. I don't want to go down that road. That road. I don't. I don't. Lennon says, neither. He's a kid that probably got in over his head and ended up in a situation he might've been able to avoid. Yes. Lennon, correct. Use of force was justified, but may not have been necessary. Ugh. I would agree with not necessary if he had not shown up or he had just left and walked away. I think that's true. Um, But how do you expect a 17-year-old boy to make that decision? And you had 30, you literally, he was a kid, 17. You had three grown adults, proven violent felons who threatened him coming after him no matter what you might think whether you think he's good or bad that is accurate he was 17 that's a kid and three adults proven convicted violent felons came after him how can you say force may have been necessary i'm not mm, i'm not sure 
Brian, Kyle had better gun discipline than many cops. Holy crap, Brian. Well said. Well said. 100%. Well said. Brianna Taylor might not be dead now. Sorry, Brianna would not be dead now if cops had the same discipline that, he, that, that Kyle had. Yep, she'd be alive right now. Well, she wouldn't be killed by cops. I don't know what, what happened. She, you're right. It's a great point. I love it. Yes. Shelly says, I think Rittenhouse was a kid who was thrust into a situation that he wasn't prepared for. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Pete says, Kyle Rittenhouse was not a hero, but he was certainly not guilty of murder. Yes and yes. Absolutely. Um, his mother did not drive him. His father did not ask him for a gun. No, no, no. Oh, you sure? His, I thought his mother did drive him. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I messed that one up, Kirsten. But I remember his father did not ask him. That's correct. His father did not ask him, but but his he his uh his father asked him to come. Is that right? The father asked him to come. I think his mother. You sure his mother didn't drive him? All right, maybe I'm wrong on that one. Okay. Um, no, 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 Larry. You can't say he shouldn't have been there. Hmm. Yeah. Chrissy says exactly. He was a regular uh, child in a crap situation. Yes. Uh, Redick says, boy, I'm happy Larry's doing one of these. This whole situation has my head spinning a little bit. Yes. Yes. Um, I think you meant his friends. Oh, is that what it was? Maybe maybe I was confused. Either way, let, let me say, because Kirsten, maybe I'm wrong on this, Chris. Maybe I'm off. I'm trying to remember what I remember. There was a male in his family that asked him to step up and come. So maybe it was the stepfather. Maybe it was the father. Maybe I'm confused. So, yes. There we go. Troy says, no story is simple. Yep, this one has many layers. Absolutely, yes. Kids save the town from government failure. Joseph, this is a point. Did he actually do that? No, he didn't. Of course not. But did people believe it? Yes. And this is my point with you, what you're saying. Yes, clearly people around thought that was true. Right? The city was, in their view, going up in flames. So, of course, they thought that. They're, they're, this is the biggest piece. There should be. Should not happening, Joseph. Should there should not be a situation to where a seventeen-year-old kid ever thinks they should be out in the street with 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 an AR-15? That shouldn't ever happen. We should feel safe. We should have either police, or we should have um, town watches, or we should have civilian patrol, or we should have neighborhood watch, or whatever. We should have something in our worlds where we don't feel like a 17-year-old kid, needs to go out with an AR-15. That shouldn't be a thing. Clearly, though, it was. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. All right. <clears throat> Kirsten says, you don't have the facts straight. The gun was stored at the home of his friend. Ah, okay, so it was a stepfather. Okay. His own father was not allowed to, at all. He was driven to the demonstration by his friend. Oh, but to the demonstration. Okay, but I thought his mother brought him to his dad's house, and then... He went. Okay, maybe I'm off on that one, Kirsten. Thank you, thank you for clarifying. I, I could be off. Thank you. All right. Um, Lyndon, I think he wanted to be part of something. And if he was training EMS or fire department, he was training EMS, wasn't he? He definitely has a proclivity to get involved and do whatever things is helping. I think that's true, right? And I think most young men, women too, of course, I'm sorry, but when it comes to violence like guns and things, it's almost always men compared to women. There are some women who do it too. But most young men want this. And they want to be the firefighter or the cop or the 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 the, the ambulance the EMT. They want to be that guy. And people get mad at it. I see people get mad and they go, this is some dumb fantasy of wanting to protect people or something. That shouldn't be a dumb fantasy. 
that should be a goal that most people strive towards, shouldn't it? Is it a bad thing to want to be someone who saves others or defends the weak or whatever is the fantasy that the kid comes up with? I did. I wanted to be a Marine. I thought I was going to save the world. I thought it too. And I think most people, and you shouldn't you want that in our youth? Am, am I, am I crazy to think this? Shouldn't you want our youth to believe we're going to save the world and make things right and whatever? I think we should. Stephen says real men protect themselves and others. Yes. Posers touch kids, assault their families, commit robberies. Stephen, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yes. All right. Um, Len says, um, how many semi-drills went to war to defend our country? The war is now on our homeland. Stop the BS. You know, to be forward, Len, if you look in history a lot, recently, though, the law has been, it's been pretty, it's been pretty good on that. You can be 17 to join the military. I did. Uh, but you can't go to a combat zone until you're 18. So once you're 18, that you can die. But you can't be killed until you're 18. 17, you can't. So, yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a valid point. Brian says, blaming fire for being there with a gun is analogous to blaming a rape victim going to a bar in a sexy dress. Oof. I'm not sure that's true. And let, let me let me be a nuance on this one. Ryan, if a woman goes into a bar with a sexy dress, that's actually human. Many women, not all, obviously, many women want to attract a man and they think sexy dresses will attract a man. So they're doing something that's natural that many women want. They want to have a a male companion in some form and they dress sexy. They believe that's going to draw the man in and many women do. It's very human, very natural. So I think doing that is natural and then being raped for doing something natural is really just horrible and back would even say that. But let me walk down a different way. What if you were to walk down a dark alley at two o'clock in the morning in a known bad neighborhood full of people who were say known that were an area that was known for violent drug addicts and you walk around flowing cash going, I got money. I got money. Should you get robbed? No. And the person who robs you, still wrong, should not rob you, should still go to jail. But you really shouldn't be there, right? That's the difference. A woman in a bar in a sexy dress is lots of people just trying to have relationships. That's a common thing that people do. Walking down a dark alley at 2 o'clock in the morning in an area that's known for violent addicts to take money so they can buy their drug, you get robbed. Still again wrong, and you should be able to walk. It's not your fault, but you know you shouldn't be there. So I think it's closer to that, except that Kyle's a teenage boy who doesn't know any better and was influenced by his friends and family. So if Kyle was a 35-year-old man, that would be more analogous analogous to that, if that makes any sense. So almost. I, I think there's a nuance to that too, right? So yeah. Um, Michael says, um, maybe don't roll with public menaces and attack people, especially if you're a pedophile and from being in the presence of minors or a woman beater or a burglar. That would be a good start. All valid points. All valid points. Christy says, I mean, at 17, my parents had me in a literal box. My mom uh, brought me to the polls when I turned 18 and forced me to vote for her candidates with conditions about my privileges being taken away if I didn't. True story. Yeah. 
That's why so many young people run away from their families. They think the military is an answer. Yes. 100%. Yes. <laughs> Pete, Joe Biden called Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist with absolutely no evidence. This was my point. Thank you for this, Pete. When the president calls someone a white supremacist, the average American who supports them, mostly Democrats, right? If some who support Joe Biden, but most Democrats, they immediately assumed that his victims were black. They assumed it. If you call in a guy white supremacist, he can't be shooting white people. That's not how it works, right? Doesn't make any sense. So of course he's shooting black people. And they were like, oh, you're white. Well, mm. <laughs> what can you say after that? So yes, you're totally right. And him saying that was really bad. He should have said nothing. Just said nothing. You always have the option to just shut the F up. I do it. You didn't hear me talking. I shut my mouth. You could just shut up. That's always an option that you can choose to do. You have a First Amendment, so you can say it if you want to. Or you could shut up. I did. The president should have just kept his mouth shut. Things would have been better if Biden had just shut his mouth and said nothing. And just said, I hope justice is served or something like that. And move on and get something done in the country, maybe. I don't know. Fix inflation and stop calling people white supremacists. That would have been better. I like He should have done that instead. I'm with you, Pete. 100%. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, let's see. OJ was acquitted. Um, um, are you saying that he's OJ? I, I don't know. Are you, I don't know what you're saying. There. I, I apologize. Are you saying OJ? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, Kirsten says, the narrative you're relating here is not even close to factual. His mom did not drive him to his dad's house, not even close to reality. Oh, okay, maybe I'm off on this one. Um, perhaps he didn't. He was still influenced by those around him, and he was still a 17-year-old kid. I think that part is real. Perhaps I've made other errors. It's possible. Um, if, if, if I'm wrong on this, I, I stand corrected. I, I still feel the idea is similar, if it makes any sense. So, yes. All right, I'm see if I can keep going here. Um, mind mom, if you like that one, yes, it's something I don't know what it is. Yes, absolutely. Um, the only assailant he didn't shoot was African American. Oh, that's right, the one dude. Man, Kyle's a terrible white supremacist. The only guy he could have shot was black, he didn't shoot him, he shot only the white people. He's the worst. All right, someone needs to figure him out. He's got he's he messed it up, absolutely. Yes. My mom, the Kyle Rittenhouse story. Nicely done. Yes, 100%. All right. Let's see if I can keep doing this. Um, tell that to Al Sharpton. Have you heard his comments? I haven't, but I've, but this is, you bring up something good, Benjamin. There's nothing that's happening too. People are just getting mad and they're blaming racism for everything. This is not helpful at all. I want to bring up this guy. You, you brought this up. I'm going to bring this other guy who's talking. This is his reaction. And listen to the emotion in this. But why this is not helpful, even though I get it. All right, folks. So uh, like I said, my name is Kyle Johnson from BLOCK, which stands for Black Leaders Organizing for Communities. 
Uh, I've lived in Kenosha for two years. And last year mm-hmm. really put me through the ringer, not only as a black man yeah. in America, but just as a resident of this community. Mm-hmm. And we have done a lot of work this past year and a half. Now, he's talking about, of course, about the police shootings, right? That's what he's talking about right there. To make strides, to mm-hmm. heal, to reimagine what our community looks like. That's We're a good gonna idea. We're going to continue to do that. We're going to continue to support the families of those who were slain by a vigilante. I'm not going to say his name because there's no. So I'm going to be clear. I'm going to be clear. He, he's black, black. I'm sorry. Who's he from again? Yeah, Block, which is black. Hold on. Black leaders organizing communities. Where he's from. So he's going to continue to support the white families that were killed by Kyle Rittenhouse, a white guy. Why are you involved in this? Shouldn't you instead support the families of the people who were shot, of of the guy who was shot by the cops? I mean, and let me keep going. You're going to continue to support them. What if he went to jail for 40 years? Would you have stopped? So I'll say again, I get he's upset, but what he's saying makes no sense. If you can support families, whether Kyle goes to jail for 40 years or not, I get he's mad. I do. But he's not related, right? The uncle who's related to the guy who was shot, I get it. You're the uncle. You lost someone you love. You're pissed off. You want someone to pay. Who's this dude? I have an idea. Stop standing around here and go build something in the black community. Why are you wasting your time here? Mr. Smart Guy, go build something. You're wasting your time sitting here. We're going to still support these white guys, even though I'm talking about black stuff. We'll go do black stuff then. I don't know what you're doing. Need to uplift him. We know this verdict is wrong. We know there was never going to be any true justice out of this. True True justice. To be clear, here's what he's saying. Just to be clear, true justice is putting a 17-year-old, now 18-year-old boy in jail for 40 years. Now, you know what? If that had happened, poverty is solved. Now, if that had happened, cops are perfect. If that had happened, no. What you should be looking at, and this is going to drive me a little bit crazy, but I keep saying it, is realizing that that prosecutor who fumbled so badly in this has put how many black people in jail? And you're going to support that prosecutor? I want to fucking vomit! That prosecutor, how many black boys has he put in prison? And you're going to support him? What's wrong with you? You shouldn't call yourself block. You should call yourself blockhead. You're a moron. Stop. You're just trying to be righteous and just, and you're not. That prosecutor, I don't know, but I, I will bet my house. He has put black boys in jail, and now he's the good one? What's wrong with you? Justice, it's two people still walking this earth. And it, what, what justice would have been is a convicted violent pedophile and a convicted violent domestic abuser who were not repentant at all because they were hanging around with legal guns and doing stupid shit with other felons at night. If only those guys were around and an 18-year-old kid who was trying to do the right thing, if he was in jail for 40 years and we were supporting a prosecutor who's put who knows how many hundreds of black black boys in prison, if we were doing that, then we'd ha- then stuff would work. This is the face of, of black support.
Wow, we're in trouble. Wow, we're in trouble. Wow. So block offers that reaction. That that's that's helpful. That that's helpful. Anyway. All right. Um, okay. Jennifer says confirmation bias is part of the human condition. True. Agreed. It's true. Absolutely. Pizza's what we really have now is a pandemic of people who can't admit they were wrong. Oh my God, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Hundred percent. Yep. Um, I don't know who you're talking to, Hi. Excuse me, Mr. Hi and I lived the PC in Vietnam with my father. Kick Rob's gonna tell me to keep my mouth shut. Um, I don't know. Is that is that to me, Jonathan? I don't know who that who that's to. I'm sorry. Um what I'm saying here is when I say keep your mouth shut, here's what I'm saying. If you're in a position of authority, if you are a public figure in any way, before the facts come out, you should probably keep your mouth shut. If you're, again, you're the uncle of the nephew who shot, you lost a loved one. How can I expect you to keep your mouth shut? I wouldn't keep my, if they'd shot my daughter, I my mouth would not be shut, right? So if you're that person, I expect you to be opening your mouth because you lost someone you loved. You're emotional. You're mad. You want someone to pay. Human, get it. I'd be the same way. I'm President Biden. I'm some radio talk show host. I'm anyone who wants to be respected. Anyone who wants to be respected publicly. Wait until you know more. And if you're wrong, say you're wrong. Don't double down. That's what I'm saying. So, yes. All right. All right. Um, um, Lily says, not a hero, not a monster, just a team defending himself. I would buy that. Yes, I'd buy that. Yes. Michelle says, why does everything have to be black and white? Bad people are all colors. Good people are all colors. Yes and yes. Absolutely. Yes and yes. 100%. Yes. Jonathan says, problem is he will be and more kids will think it's a good idea to put themselves in a situation. This is my worry, Jonathan. You read my mind. I don't want him to be a hero or a monster because he's neither. If we make him a monster, we've ruined his life even worse. If we made him a hero, now others are going to start doing that. And, and it's just, it's not a good situation to be in, particularly if you're a dean. Look, is it okay for some people to go to, um, to go to protest armed? Yes, some people, right? Depends on what training you've had, what you know, where you've been, how mature you are. Though you could, you could absolutely do it, right? Because you know it, you've been there. Doesn't matter, male or uh, male or female, young or old. You know, generally speaking, you're going to be older because you've been through some stuff. Generally speaking, right? But some people are older with knuckleheads too. But generally speaking, that's going to be the case. But I do not want to encourage teens to be running around with guns. It's just not a good place. It's not a good idea. So, how they divide us is how they rule us. Tim, absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Um, look, I don't say stuff till Lord Larry says stuff. <laughs> then I can point the mob in his direction when they come for me. I like that. I love it. Good. Stephen, all pedos need to die, especially those who have destroyed five kids. You know what? You make a valid point, right? If they're saying that justice is that guy being okay and Kyle being in jail for 40 years, I, I don't know how you square that circle. And think about what's actually happened, right? You, you've come to a point to where 
you've come to a point to where because you have to get behind your team, this is what happened. You have to get behind your team. And if you're team Biden or team anti-Biden or team left or team right, you got to get behind your team. And what's hurt the left in this one is they is they got behind the wrong team, right? They should have been behind Kyle in this one, right? But they got behind the wrong team because they're so scared of guns that they had to be anti-gun no matter what. They just had to be anti-gun. So that's it, anti-gun no matter what. So they immediately rushed to that and were like, that's it. We got to do this. And now they're defending, literally to your point, pedophiles and and spouse beaters. Literally, they're doing that now. And white ones, when you're from the black leaders of communities, you're doing it then. So those white lives matter. Those are the wrong ones. I'm just saying, those are the wrong ones. So, yes. All right. All right. Um, let's see if I can go here. Why is the media never held accountable? It's a good point, right? So it's hard, right? In a way they are. I got to tell you, Shelly, I think in a way they are. Look at the look at the the ratings that they're having. They're going down and down and down, right? They're just going down. So that they are kind of, it's not the best way, but how do you attack the first amendment? It's, mm, it's tough, you know, it's tough. So yeah. All right. Um, Joel says, it's very scary thing that without all the videos written out, would have convicted the liars would have won. Wow. Joel, you are right. You're right. Wow. You're right. And let me, let me go one step further. Again, people are trying to make this race. All right, let's make it race. You want to make it race? You win. It's race. Okay, great. It's race. So is it race based upon who was shot? White people. Okay, who shot them? White guy. Okay, so how are we going to make it by race? Here's how you make it race. What if Kyle was black? What about that? What if Kyle was black? Now what? Does it change everything? Two white guys, adults, three white guys, adults, came after a black kid, tried to hit him over the head, and shoot him and stab him. Now what you think? Kyle's a hero now, isn't he? Now he's a hero. You're going you're gonna to be like, that guy shouldn't, yeah, make him black. Make Kyle a black kid. Change everything. Now it's race. Now, all of a sudden, the judge is a great guy, giving a black kid a chance. Now, all of a sudden, look, oh, black guy gets a, gets a fair trial. What a great judge. Just make Kyle black. Done deal. We've made it race. And in my eyes, I want Kyle to be black. Why? Because there are literally, literally hundreds, if not thousands, not tens of thousands of young black kids in gray areas, like you're talking about, Joel where there are no videos, where there are, there's no video in the courtroom. There's no video to get there. There's no video of the thing. It's just some prosecutor who clearly everyone watched will do anything to get a W. Doesn't matter if he did it or not. That Those prosecutors, they know. They are 100% aware that that was a BS case. They know it and didn't care and went all out. 
And what they should have done is looked at it and said, holy crap, I'm not bringing this. I'm not bringing this case. Are you crazy? I'm not bringing this case. I'm not doing this. Get out of here. Go. So they should have done. How many black kids have been put away? You're going to tell me black lives matter? Okay. Pretend he's black. You're going to tell me that you're worried about the system is broken? Let's do it. My problem is to make things right, justice is to put a 17-year-old white boy in jail. I get the anger of the uncle. Be clear. I get the anger of the uncle. Pull him out of the out of the world. Pull him out. Everybody else. The pink-haired woman, block dude, all that block BLOC guy, those guys. You're telling me that to make it right for the thousands, hundreds of thousands of young black boys who've gone to prison, gone to jail, lives ruined. We're going to put Kyle in jail for 40 years and that's justice. That'll fix it. I have an idea. Let's let the white boy Kyle go and let's let all those black boys go too. How about you look at the system. It showed us how terrible it is that a judge who actually cares about someone's rights and says someone's innocent unless proven guilty, that that guy now is a bad judge. He's the oddball judge. And the prosecutor, who's clearly put people in prison before, who didn't deserve to be there, no doubt, no doubt. Why isn't he the bad guy? Let's let the white boy out and the black boys out. Let's let none of them go to jail for doing things they shouldn't have done. Let's give everybody a fair trial. Or, or we can worship the system yet again, the system that has destroyed us, and we can say, well, an eye for an eye. Great. We'll put the black boys in jail, put the white boys in jail, an eye for an eye, and we all go blind. I'm going to pass on that. I'm going to pass on that. Joel, your point is a very valid one. Thank you for saying it. You're totally correct. Yes. All right. Let me keep going here if I can. All right. Um, let's see here. Um, if not Kyle, who, who will protect Kenosha? Where were the police and why did not allow a multi-day riot? This is my point. Eugene. Thank you for this. Yes. Right. How in the world uh, there should have, there, there should not have been a need or desire or anything for Kyle to be there. Right. That in itself is a problem Pete, that shouldn't have existed. It does. Yes. It, yes. 100%. All right, Jennifer, innocent until proven guilty, period. Burden of proof is on the prosecutor. Yeah. And here's the other issue, right? If a defense attorney doesn't have a, a case, the defense attorney should do whatever the defense attorney can do to defend their client. That's what defense attorneys do. If a prosecutor doesn't have a case, drop the case. You don't have a case. You're not supposed to act and do anything to put someone in prison. Your job as a as a prosecutor is not supposed to be to put people in prison. I mean, it is, but it shouldn't be. It should be to enforce the law. If people aren't breaking the law, you shouldn't be putting them in prison. So uh, the comic crafter says, what an amazing take. Great job, Mr. Shop. Thank you. Uh, Buddy says, monster. I don't think he's a monster. I don't. And I, I think... But I'll go one one step further with you, buddy, though. I think if if we as a culture or a big enough chunk of us as a culture make him a hero, we will turn him into a monster. Let me say it again. If we make him a hero, 
he will turn into a monster. I don't want him to be either. I want him to just be a guy, now an adult, 18, go off and live your life and be happy. Right? Go off, live your life, and be happy. That's what I want, buddy. I don't want him to be treated as a monster because I don't think he is one. I don't want to be a hero because if we treat him as a hero, he'll become a monster. So let's not do that either. Let's let him go to the best of our ability and let him live. Yes. So, all right. Um, Chris Olenski says, I've been through a few judges in my days. This one was solid. I'm with you. Yes. There are some terrible, terrible judges. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Um, John, this is, I can agree with the verdict and describe the elements of the situation. Agreed. Yes. Polo says, the prosecution knew the charge was bogus. 100% yes. And that's my point. Why don't you just stop it? Just let it go. Yes. Yes. Um, Kirsten says, it wasn't a matter of 30 seconds. As the judge himself stated repeatedly during the trial, the law and the weapons charge was unclear, and they all had to do some research and try to figure it out. I'm agreed, but the prosecutor was supposed to figure that out way before. And if the prosecutor wasn't sure, Kirsten, if he wasn't sure, right, if he's like, is it a crime or not, a prosecutor should have said no. Because you're supposed to err on the side of the person being innocent. You're supposed to. So if you think it might or might not, you should, as a prosecutor, go, it's a weak case. I may not be able to prove it. No. But what prosecutors do is they stack charges. Because they know that when you stack charges, a jury goes, they charge him with all of that? He must be guilty of something. As silly as that sounds, juries believe that. People believe it. So, yeah, they go, oh, you got eight charges? Got to be guilty of something. So they purposefully stack charges to ensure they get a conviction. Now, if you're a prosecutor, I get why you do that. But you shouldn't. That's not, It's not supposed to be about putting people in jail. And all I think of, and maybe I'm biased here, Chris, and maybe I'm totally biased here. Maybe because of what I've seen in courtrooms. Maybe because of what I know people I know. Maybe I'm biased. If I'm biased, maybe I'm, let, me, let me say it. I feel like that prosecutor has without question stacked charges upon charges upon charges of dozens of black kids and scared them into taking pleas and ruining their lives when at least half of those charges were not real. That's what I think. I don't have evidence of that. So maybe I'm just full of crap. It's possible. Maybe I am. But I believe it. I feel it. Wrong, I believe it. I feel it. I feel it because I've seen it. I've seen prosecutors stack on 12 charges knowing that four to six is never going to work. But it scares someone into taking a plea or it allows a a a a a um uh a jury to indict, right? A grand jury indicts because eighty seven charges got to be guilty. Of something happens all the time. That's my issue. So yes, all right. Mark says Larry was freaking awesome in you last night, and your insight in this case sublime. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Um. Let's see here. Is he re- uh, referring to Jacob? Yes, Jacob Blake. Yes, correct. Who's sitting with Spark the Riots? Because the mainstream media and liberal leaders lied about who Jacob Blake was while the police were there to arrest him, how they tried everything else before being forced to shoot him. There's the issue, right? And and that's why it doesn't work, John, to your point. And this is why the other, the, this, this, this whole system fails because of what you're talking about right now. Thank you for bringing this up. Yes. For those of you who know, Jacob Blake was shot. I believe he 
had a knife, if I'm not mistaken, John. He pulled the knife out or something, or they were trying to arrest him. I forgot the details of, of the case. But what happens is whenever the police shoot someone, immediately those who defend the police immediately find a way and a reason to call the guy bad and horrible, and that's why he should have been shot. That happens automatically. Now, sometimes it's true, but sometimes it's not. So we're so accustomed to it. Many people, myself included, we're numb to it, right? When they, Whenever the cop shoots somebody and they start saying, he was a terrible guy, I'm just numb. I know, and he was a horrible guy. They're all terrible guys. They all deserve to be shot. The cops are always right. They're not, they're superhuman, never wrong ever. That's what I hear, and that goes into my head when I realize cops are humans trying to do a job, and sometimes they do something right, and sometimes they screw up. That's how it works. But I'm so used to hearing it that I just, I don't hear anymore. So I think what happened, to the, your point, when they heard, the average American heard, well, Kyle Rittenhouse shot these guys, and he's a white supremacist, the assumption was they were black. And then when the bad stuff came out about, about them, people thought, oh, it's another thing, they're all the bad guy, and people began to not hear it. This is the problem. We should stop justifying a person being shot because they did something wrong or, or, or were a bad person versus what they were doing now. The fact that those two guys were convicted felons, in my view, does not mean they deserve to die. People make mistakes, they screw up, and they should have a second chance. However, and there's a big however here, those guys weren't trying to have a second chance. They weren't. Those guys got shot because they were messing around when they shouldn't have been messing around. Now, should Kyle have been there? No, it was a bad idea for him too. Right? This was a bad situation. Kyle shouldn't have been there. He should have stayed home or whatever. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. He sh- I'll go further. The The environment shouldn't have been so damn bad. The city should have been able to take care of itself so people felt safe so that Kyle shouldn't even have been there. But if Kyle's there, and I wish he wasn't and he shouldn't have been there, those guys shouldn't have come out. They should have been home too. They were all felons. They had illegal weapons and they were screwing around at night with other felons. If you're trying to have a second chance at life, you're not doing that. You're at home watching Netflix. These guys were bad guys doing bad stuff. Does that make them deserved, deserve it of being shot? Kind of, yeah. I know it sounds horrible, but they were doing things that they shouldn't have been doing. They were trying to hurt, physically hurt Kyle. They were physically attacking and, and hurting him. Yeah, you got shot. Yeah, right? But because they were felons, I mean, there's a distinction because you made a mistake or screwed up or did something bad, does that mean you're worthy of being shot? No. But now you're doing, yeah. So I, I want to make sure that nuance is clear, right? If they had been home trying to get their lives together, not beating their wives, right? If they were doing that, not beating their wives, not assaulting children, if they were doing, if they were doing that, not assaulting children, not being their wives at home, watching Netflix, don't get shot. Second chance of life. Give it a shot. Learn to not assault kids and beat women. Learn to not do that. And we'll be okay. They weren't doing that. So, yes. Anyway, sorry. Let me keep going here. Um, I apologize. Um, John, this is I expected. I actually didn't. I thought they would get him on something. I just thought I, I maybe I feel bad. I just felt like they're going to get him on something. I felt it. So, yeah. Paula says, great show, and yes, how many young black men are in jail on bullshit charges in Wisconsin? Yep, absolutely. 
Michelle says, any DA points a gun at me if I'm a jury, he better use it all, press charges. <laughs> Michelle, nicely done. He was horrible. He was. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Christmas says, one, politician should never order law enforcement to stand down, especially in the face of violent behavior. Christopher, well done. And people ask me how I would handle it if I was a mayor or a governor or something like that. I'll tell you what I would do. If there was something like this, right, if there was something happening in my world, I would physically go in the street, tell the protesters, I hear you. Let's work on this. I would give them a, a, I would tell them when they can come and talk to me, how we could, I would give them an actual way of solving their problem. I would do that. I would say, all right, you're worried about this. Here's when we're going to talk about it. Please come bring your people. We'll, we'll deal with this issue. What are you worried about? I'm going to give them a way to express their frustration. I'm going to give them a way to try to fix their problems. And I'm going to tell here's exactly how and when and where and who we can bring and all those things. Then I'm going to give them a couple of hours. Then the cops are coming out. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm If you actually want to solve a problem, you think something's wrong, I, as a mayor or a governor or whatever, I'm going to come out myself in the street. I will be there. If I get hit by a bottle, I get shot. Then I guess I get shot, hit by a bottle. But I'm going out there. And I'm going to say, I hear you. Let's talk about your issue. Here is when and where we'll do it. I'm going to, I am going to allow you. I'm going to encourage you that we're going to deal with your issues through real conversation and talk. I'm going to give you a real place to have this. And it's going to be cameras. Like I talk about, we're going to see it. I'm going to try to fix what's wrong. And I'm going to give you respect and say, I care. Let's fix it. And if that's not good enough for you, cops coming. That's what I'm saying. They don't do that. They just bring out the cops or they ignore it. They tell them to, to, to step down, like you said, Christopher, or they bring out the tanks. Both are the wrong answer. Let the people know you are prepared. Give them a way out, right? You give them a peaceful way out. You don't have to do this. I'm going to give you a peaceful way to deal with your issue. And I'm doing it. Everyone's going to see it. Camera, I can't lie to you or, or I'm finished, right? So I'm going to give you exactly what you want. I'll talk to you to fix this thing. Let's fix the problem. Let's have it. If you go, I don't care. I'm going to burn stuff. Cops are putting you in jail. I'm not letting you destroy property. I'm not letting you ruin the city because you're unhappy with your one thing. But, but huge. However, in this one, I'm going to give you a place where you can go. And if you're serious about fixing your problem, I'm going to be there. And we're going to fix it. I'm not going to tell them from the stand down. They're going to chill for a little bit while I get out there because I had to get there first. Then they're going to come in. Get a couple hours, go home. Figure out who's going to show up at the, at the meeting, and then we're good. So, yes. All right. All right. Anyway, I'll keep going down if I can. All right. Um, Paul says, it's hilarious. The the Dems and the media still try to make it about race, even though nothing new with race. The facts are the facts. They, But they kind of they had to, Paul. They kind of had to. Once you walk down that road, how do you unwalk that? How do you, how do you unwalk that? You can't. You, this is the problem. Once you walk down the race road, how do you turn that around, man? They, they put themselves down something terrible. I wouldn't do that at all. I would never go down that road unless I, unless I was sure. Hey, I talk about race in this show. You've seen me. I talk about it. And when I talk about it, I know where I'm going with it. That's the issue. So, 
Jennifer says, people respect what you inspect. Yes, accountability with televised court, 100%. Absolutely. Yes. Jonathan says, court is currently one of the problems. That's why you put it on TV. Yes. Absolutely. Um, Chris says, cops alone can destroy your life by bringing false charges. Yes. Imagine if that was on TV. Yes. Absolutely. Christopher continues, two, if when politicians order law enforcement to stand down, the citizens are not responsible to protect life and property, introducing the full weight of the Second Amendment. Also true, which is why I wouldn't want to do that. I, If we're going to pay for cops, and we're all paying for cops, let the cops do their job. They are hopefully trained appropriately. I hope if you, if you care about your police force, I hope you train them effectively. You train them effectively. You equip them effectively. And they, they you know, create order. But first, you give the people, when peaceful, you know, conversation is removed, people become violent. Give them the option of peaceful conversation then. So, yes. So, uh, Nooner Eclipse says, Larry, Rittenhouse wouldn't have been in that situation if government took help from the National Guard and then fabricate Jacob, Jacob Blake's case, which lead to mindless violence, death, and destruction. I'm going to touch two pieces here. Piece one, you're correct. Piece two, I think you're not. Piece one, yeah. You have to come up with a way of keeping people safe as long as you give people an out. The problem with Jacob Blake is we don't hear it anymore. And again, I know I've said it a thousand times, but I have to be very clear on this. I know people who thought the people who Kyle Rittenhouse shot thought they were black. Why? Because we're not hearing anymore. No, no, we're not hearing it. All that, Jacob Blake gets shot, black guy by, by white cops, bad. They're not going to hear it. It's not, we've spent so much time doing this, people just don't hear it anymore. We have to instead start the conversation immediately and stop immediately going to race and instead go to system. And the best part about this, of all the bad that happened, in this case, the best part, which I feel most people are actually losing. And here's, here's what drives me crazy. What someone just mentioned, I missed it. They said, uh, it's opposite day. Yeah. Because usually the right is all about, oh, the system, the system, the system, right? And the left is all about, you know, oh, you know, the, 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 the system is bad, whatever. This one, the left's back in the system. The left back and the prosecutor. Using the right backs, the prosecutor. Now the left back, what's going on? This was the perfect opportunity for us to pull what that prosecutor did out. Dissect it and say, imagine if Kyle was black. That's it. Now let's make it race. I'm in. Just imagine if, if Kyle was black. And then put that prosecutor up against a dozen black kids who had who who are public defenders, and I got this guy here saying we're going to defend the the families of the white pedophile. What? I'm sorry, I'm a little bit bothered by this, but anyway, yes. David says, um, "Innocent until proven broke." You're trying to break your man, but it's true. Yes, absolutely. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Let me keep going here. Um, <laughs> does her dog come back? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Right. She's not. Things don't get better because Kyle goes to jail. Things don't get better because Kyle goes to jail. Yes. 
So, all right. Um, let me see if I can do this here real fast. Um, Kirsten, Kirsten, you paid attention to this. You really were on this. All right. Maybe I'm, look, maybe I'm off on this one. But you were really on this, I guess. All right. Unknown if he was hired. The two folks from the company who testified claimed they had no desire for any of these people to be there. Oh, I don't really know what's going on here. I, I don't know. I don't know about this. I'm sorry. About, I know you haven't come to with someone else. I'm sorry. I, I jumped in because I thought you, you had extra information. I, I apologize for that. Yes. All right. All right let's, let's go here. John says, not a monster or a hero, just a young man who defended himself against three convicted criminals trying to harm him, maybe kill him. I'd refer to him as an American patriot. I don't want to go that far either, John. I Stay with the last one. A young man defended himself against three convicted uh, criminals trying to harm him. Yes. Let's stay at that. Because that's good. That doesn't make him patriot. It doesn't make him hero. Just makes him what I think almost any young man would have been. In fact, you know what? I'll go back. Um, I'll go. Was it Pete who said it? No, no, it wasn't Pete. I'm, I'm sorry. I forgot who was giving credit to. Who said he actually had more, more control than most cops. He was a young man who defended himself, but still tried to run away. Think about that. He tried to run away. Rittenhouse could have just shot those dudes. He could have just shot them. He tried to run away. They chased him. Now, to be forward, how stupid are you to chase a dude? You know, you got a skateboard. You got a skateboard, and he's got a and he's got a rifle. Man, I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, just saying. Again, it goes back to what are you thinking? So, yes. Anyway, um, Dan says Rittenhouse is pro-police and is no hero, but it's clearly self-defense. Putting him in prison would have needlessly been completely pointless and ruined someone's life. Thank you, Dan. That's not justice. Putting people in jail was not justice. Flying Wrist says, I disagree. The uncle of Jacob uh, being there was BS. Yeah, but he's just mad, Rich. I mean, I, 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 I have a soft spot for people who lose loved ones. They want something to be right. They just want, they want something. So they'll go someplace to get something because they feel like they've lost. They want to get something back. They feel cheated. And I get it. If you lost your nephew or your niece, you feel cheated too. If you lost your son or your daughter, you feel cheated too. So I always, and you know me, I always give the family members of people who are hurt and die, I give them a break because I feel like I'd be the same guy. I feel like if someone killed my daughter, I would be a goddamn mess and I'd want justice and pain and I'd want all the things. I think I'd be the same way. So I give them a pass. I don't give the other knuckleheads a pass. They didn't lose a body. They're just trying to be righteous. They have nothing better to do, right? So they're doing that. Those guys, I don't give a pass. The, the other ones I do. I feel Because I feel like I'd be a hypocrite. I feel like if it ever happens to me, you're going to see me out there doing the same shit. If my, if my daughter gets hurt, I'm going to be doing it too. So I feel like I, I think I'd be doing the same thing. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I think you'd be there too. You'd be doing the same thing, Rich. I, just, I feel like we'd all would do it. So I don't know. That's what I feel. Thomas says, Kyle was 100% innocent. He was re- relieved hearing the not guilty verdicts earlier today when I was watching it live uh, on attorney Nick Rakita's live stream. Now let's see how much he sues the corporate media for. Huh. Canny. Yeah. Francis says, deserves a second chance. Amen to that. We all do, Francis. He does too. So does Kyle. He does too. We all deserve it. Right? That's an issue. 
We all deserve it. 100%. So, um, Unan says, they pretty thoroughly squashed admitting the people's prior convictions to the court. Don't think the jurors would have known about that other than Gross Kurtz admitting his permit was revoked. Yeah, and I'm actually okay with that, Lyndon. Again, again, I, I, I'm okay with that. You shouldn't be punished because you screwed up. You're punished for what you're doing now. But those guys went to jail. They went to jail already. They they paid whatever they paid. They deserve a second chance, but they screwed up. They got they got it. That's it. Yes. Nicholas says, I really don't care if they were pieces of garbage or the or the valedictorian of Yale. If you assault someone, they have the right to defend themselves. Yes. Agreed. Yes. Um, I guess what I'm it's a good point, right? So you're right. If even if they were, you know, whatever, Valentine's of Yale and decided to hit him over the head with a skateboard, I agree. He had the right to defend himself. What I'm saying now is now that it's over, I have it, what's happened because of, of of our insane, just crazy uh, a, a world today. We have black leaders of the community supporting the families of, of white pedophiles and 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 wife beaters. I mean, that's what's happened. So the piece of garbage piece, in my view, matters with the aftermath, right? You should walk away now. Walk away. If just walk away. If I had made this error, I hope I would never make this error. But if I did, what if I was up there and I thought that, you know, whatever, Kyle was some white supremacist shooting black people. What if I believed that? God, I'm glad I didn't. But what if I did? What if I made a total mistake and I opened my mouth before I knew anything? I didn't. But what if I did? And I'm like, yeah, can't believe these white supremacists shooting black people, blah, 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 blah. If I'd done all that stuff, called them all these names and stuff, whatever. Once I found out what happened, I'd say I'm sorry and I'd walk away. I would shut up, Nicholas. I would. I would shut my mouth. I wouldn't be doing interviews and doubling down. We're going to support these pieces of God. I'd be like, you know what? I'm sorry. I screwed up. How about them Yankees? <laughs> Watching football, I'd be on something else. I would walk away. I screwed up. Sam, sorry, I move on. These guys can't stop but double down. This is the world we live in now. The world we live in now is these guys are heroes now. Maybe. And let me walk down a different road, Nicholas. What if I'm making this up just to deal with your issue? What if these people who came after Kyle were super smart guys working on the cure for cancer? I don't know, I don't know how does it work. I'm, I'm really pulling stuff out of my ass now. All right. There were three guys who were working on a cure for cancer on their way there. One of them was a Nobel Prize winner, winner, and they were out there because they thought BLM was cool. So they're out there doing that. And um, I don't know. They got some bad shrooms. And thought Kyle was a bad guy and Kyle shot him. Still, Kyle would be right to shoot them. All right. If this in this crazy fantasy scenario happens, he'd still be right to shoot them. But I would feel bad about it because we had three people who were curing cancer. Do you get my point? Kyle would still be right in doing what he did to defend himself. But we would have lost three people who were trying to cure cancer. That would have sucked. That's not what happened. So I think that would be the, the only difference, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so, um, Mark, yay, we agree. We never responded back about the border issue. You know, you're right, Mark. I'm sorry. I've been so crazy busy. I have an answer for the border already. I have a literal plan for the border. Um, I'll have to do a show on that eventually. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, 
The problem is the border is a federal issue, and I've been doing much more with local stuff. But those of you who know, when you have a chance, in fact, there was actually a, a, a it was actually published recently, um, uh, a publication out in California took my idea. My idea for the border is to have two Ellis Islands on the border. It's a more detailed plan than that, but that's the basis of it. And I'll see if I can find it. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can get my team to Twitter it to you, um, to DM it to you. I'm sorry, um, if I can. But it's two Ellis Islands on the border, which allows for private companies two separate private companies to allow people to come in. They go to the Ellis Islands. They quarantine for whatever it is, 14, 30 days, whatever's appropriate. If they pass everything, they get to go to any state that allows them in. States can opt out if they want to. If states want to opt in, they go there. They get orange cards, work visas. They can't have any um, any public assistance. Um, and they have to check in every two years. That's the system. What does that mean? It means only the good people will come there. They'll all go through. They'll be taken care of. The, the budget is going to be higher. The private companies get paid by placing people like um, uh, recruit, recruit, recruiters. And the, um, and, the people, uh, and the people who are on the border now only go after bad guys because the bad guys won't go to Ellis Island. So now you can actually you know, patrol the border with the regular border patrol, and they're only getting bad guys because the regular people who aren't bad guys go to the Ellis Islands. And the Ellis Islands filter everybody. So we can control our border allow states to take people they want to take or not, whatever the states want to, control our border, control immigration, and if people are screwing up, we have to throw them out because we know where they are. So it's a detailed plan, but I, I hope that was clearer at least. So yes. Mike says uh, we will live with that forever. He will live with that forever. He will. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Nate says the, the felons after Ron found out. And again, if you know felons who are trying to keep themselves clean, they don't F around. They go out of their way, their way, out of their way to not F around. So thank you for that. Yes. So, all right. Um, Chris says, I agree. So many people ask, why was he there in the first place? Why were the people he shot there in the first place? Yeah. Mike says, I think he feels horrible. He went to the help, not to kill. I think that's true. I don't think he was trying to kill anybody. I, I, I agree. Yes. Um, I like how the defense attorney said there are no winners in this case. Yeah, that's actually true. That's right. Who who wins? The people who lost their loved ones still lost their loved ones. I mean, I'm sure even though I think those guys were bad guys, I'm sure their families still love them. And and the other guy who lost his uh uh Blake, the, the the uncle who lost his nephew, he still lost his nephew. He's not coming back. So, you know, no matter how bad those people might have been, someone probably loved them and those people did lose it. So yeah. Uh Grace says Kyle is PTSD too. PTSD too, yes. He's traumatized, 100%. Yes. Yes. Uh, Paul says, I wonder, though, if Kyle had not been carrying around a big, scary rifle, would he have been as big a target to the people who attacked him? That's an interesting question, right? Does did, did the rifle make him a target? Maybe, right? It doesn't make it right, but I get what you're saying, right? I mean, maybe, right? So this goes back to my point. I don't want to make Kyle a hero because I don't want others to copy him. It's generally, there are some exceptions, but a general rule, it's not going to go well if you start bringing firearms to protest. It tends to not go well. There are exceptions, obviously. It tends to not go well, right? You need to really know what you're doing and be organized to be doing that. Or you probably shouldn't do it. So, yes, it's a good point. Maybe he was. Yeah. Um, Dan says, the fact that someone is a felon puts no less value in their life. Correct. 
I'm not saying self-defense wasn't justified in this case, but we need to stop dehumanizing people simply because they're a felon. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Yes, yes. And he says, thank you for being a safe harbor for reason and logic. I appreciate it. Yes. Um, Joe says, our government needs to be punished for allowing these riots. What the F has happened to my country? This goes to the point, right? That shouldn't have been an issue, right? That Kyle should have never even thought to do that. That shouldn't have been in his head. He should have been playing video games or something, whatever 17-year-old kid's doing now. That's what he should have been doing. Yes. That's what should have happened. You're correct. Amanda says, just saw the video of his reaction to the verdict. I cried. He's just a kid. Yes. Absolutely. Then he says, Larry, Sunday, see you in Batavia. I will see you there, my brother. I will see you there. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Um, Kirsten says, it came out in court near the end of the trial that Rittenhouse has been in therapy for PTSD. There we go. I hope very much he continues to have access for as long as he needs it. I agree completely. Yes. Yes. Michelle continues, cried. He fell over too. He really is a kid. Yes. Yep. Um, let's see here. Francis says, to further your torrents, not only white Americans, but all Americans, no matter the sexual orientation, religious race, occupation, etc., everyone has the right to defend themselves. Yeah. Just, again, imagine if Kyle was black. That's it. People still race paying this, what if Kyle was black? We'd have no coverage since having a bunch of white dudes chasing down a black man is nothing in the media wants to toy with. Ah. Uh, You think if he was, mm, I'm not sure. And the reason is I'll go back to what, what Paul said, right? This is big, scary gun. I feel like big, scary gun would have trumped Kyle, uh, Kyle being black. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But then again, it's a, you know, it's, it, if, if you then go Kyle being, if Kyle's black, you got a black, white us versus them. If Kyle's black, does the left jump on Kyle and go, he was justified against the evil white people? And does the right jump on the white and go, ah, yeah, who cares, you felons? He was threatening them with his gun. Is that what's happening? I don't know. It's it's a good I don't I don't know. The point I would have made either way is the prosecution showed how bad prosecutors were, and the the system, how bad the system is. He should have never been, this should have never even gone to trial. Yes. Andrew says, he did something I hope I never have to even think of having to do. I had a dream the other night that I took a life and even knowing it was a dream, I still feel uneasy about it. Thank you. I would like to not kill people. That's a good idea. Yes. Joseph says, and if people don't feel sad or remorse, that's psychopathy, not heroism. Thank you, Joseph. Yes, absolutely. Brian says, one has to wonder if Rittenhouse will be able to pick up a gun again. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Huh. Teresa says, all weapons can kill. The gun was not the issue. Logically, you're right, Teresa. But I think Paul has a point. The big, scary gun is a thing, right? Logically, you are completely correct. But there is an emotion behind that, right? Right? There's an emotion behind that. That says, but it's a big, scary gun. I don't know if it would have mattered or not. Again, logically, you're on the money. But this is also emotional and, and cultural, too. Dan says, you're engaging in an awful lot of critical thinking, Larry. I'm not sure it's legal today. I don't think it is. Yes. Yeah. 
Matthew says, the media was more discussing than usual in this case. The blatant lies poisoned the well from the beginning. I wish you were wrong, Matthew. But you're right. And politicians jumped on board. On either side, they jumped on board right away. And they shouldn't have. They should have let the facts come out and then checked it out. That's the issue. They didn't. You're right. And you still see it now. Right? It, MSNBC, if, and, if, and if you ever watch MSNBC, I, because I love you all, watch all the channels. Um, MSNBC has been going out of its way to make literally everything race. Like everything. My car broke down. It's white supremacy. What else could it possibly be? Could be adding change the oil, but that's because white supremacy. So, I mean, that's been almost everything recently. So I don't know how... At one point, nothing's racist, right? If, if everything is racist, then nothing's racist. If everything is 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 right, d- terrible and bad, then is anything? It, it there's no power in it anymore. So it is it is a problem. So yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yes, um, Mike says I think the media is racist. I think you're right, Mike. It it, it does. No, not hmm, how to explain this. This is going to be a nuance. Also, it's going to be a nuance. The media is doing what works. They don't care if it's racist. If it's racist, okay. If it's not racist, okay, right? There was a time when CNN was just doing like the plane fell out of the sky. They were just doing plane fell out, fell out of the sky stuff because that was working. People were watching the plane fell out of the sky. To be forward, one thing CNN does well, it really does one thing well. And that's regular news, like there's a fire or a plane fell out of the sky. CNN's pretty good at that, right? If it's just facts and news, CNN's actually pretty good. That's what they grew up in in the 80s and 90s, in the 90s, right? So they were good at that. Well done, CNN. If, if the problem is there isn't enough of that for people to watch, there aren't enough planes flying out of skies, right? There aren't enough of those things happening, people that keep watching CNN. So they went to this other thing they do, which is terrible. If they were just doing planes flying out of the sky, They'd be a decent channel, but this works, so they do it. So Nate says, was Rittenhouse protesting or voluntary defending private property? Mm. Yeah. Eugene says, Kyle went to the right and risked his life to clean walls and put out fires. That's what people think is a hero. All right, you know what, Eugene? If you would say that, yes, right? Yes, if you were if if you were going for that reason, I would say yes, but not for not for the shooting, right? The shooting was just he was in a situation where he had to. So, but yeah, for your point, if you're saying he's here for for cleaning and putting out fires, okay, I would buy that. I would, yes. All right, um, let's see here. If I can grab a couple more of these, um, Dixie says at one point a gun was pointed at him. Force was necessary. I agree. Yes. Grace says, Kyle had as much right to be there as the felons he shot. Ooh. Valid point. Valid point. I think that's true. Yes. Absolutely. Kirsten says, and one of those felons, Rosemom, had just been released from a mental facility that morning after his second suicide attempt in recent months. Wow. Our system is so broken. You know, this part wasn't even meant. I don't remember this part at all. I mean, this is not. Yeah. If that's true, and I'm sure it is because you've been paying attention, Kirsten, then look at what our system did. Look at how bad our system is. That we're just releasing people like that after a second suicide attempt. And now he's out there doing stupid stuff at night 
trying to shoot people and hurt people. And yeah, it just, if anything, this should be showing us how broken our system is, right? This it, this is, yes, absolutely. <sighs> Redick says the gripe I've seen since the verdict is that it further reinforces white supremacy. Even if Kyle is himself not a white supremacist, basically claims that he'd be in jail or dead if he weren't white. Okay, let's say that's true. I'll walk down that road. Let's say that's true. Let's say that they're totally correct. That the problem is, if he were black, he'd be in jail. Okay, let's say that's true. So put him in jail, and now black kids won't go to jail? If that were true, if all of a sudden Kyle goes to jail for 40 years and black kids don't go to jail, uh, you know, wrong, aren't wrongly accused ever again. That would at least make sense. At least then I would go, that's why you want justice. If Kyle goes to jail, then no more black kids go to jail for bogus charges ever again in the world. That, While I would still think it sucks to be terrible, but at least I could understand it. That would make sense to me. That's a That's a swap you're making. But if Kyle goes to jail, black boys are still going to jail. You solve the problem. It's not magic. Oh, well, we'll just put Kyle in jail. That makes up for the hundreds of thousands of black boys who've been going to jail. Who put one white boy in jail? No. So even if it's true, it doesn't solve anything. I have an idea. Let's look at the white boy who got off and see how bad the system is and what the judge did. And let's give the young black boys the same justice system. How about that? I'll say it again. Instead of calling everything white supremacist and call, white supremacy, instead of calling everybody racist, get everybody on the same page to fix a system. And it just showed us how bad the system was. Let's fix the system. I'm in. All good. So, all right. Anyway. Um. Um, Brian says he admitted in court he illegally drove himself. He didn't have a valid driver's license. Actually, I, I, I can't say anything. I drove that license for years. I can't really touch that when I was bad. I was I was bad. So, yeah, I got to be quiet about that. So, yeah, <laughs> I got to be bad about that. Yes. Nicholas says self-defense doesn't make someone a hero. It could be argued, though, that standing up for someone else when the cops refused to did so, do so did make him a hero. All right. OK, maybe I could buy that. I could buy that one too, right? I, I think if you look at it from those way, those air, air, those viewpoints, I could buy it. I could buy what you said. Yeah, I could. Um, yeah, I'm okay with that. I could buy what you and Eugene said. I could buy both of those if that's the way you look at it, but just not for the shooting part, right? That's just tragic. So yes. Um, all right. Byron says, my question is, where were his parents slash mom during the situation? If he was dropped off alone with no guardian, what would that accomplish? He's going to be alone. Other good point. Yeah, I agree. I, I actually don't know. I actually don't know about that. Yes. So, yeah. All right. Um, let's see here. Oh, he got cut off from his group, according to Anthony. Maybe that's what happened. Okay. Maybe that's what happened. Yes. Uh, Michelle says, he was not an EMS, but he was a trained lifeguard. He could, he could give aid until an EMT gets there. There we go. All right. There we go. Good. All right. Um, how many teams never came home from Vietnam? Valid point. Yes. Yep. 
Christopher said, the prosecution walked Kyle into agreeing that a firearm can't be used to defend property. This is false and permissible and, and, and permissible in clearly defined situations for some areas of our country. I'm also pretty sure the Koreans in L.A. Rise would disagree. I think you're right. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Um, let's see here. Max says, I was a bodyguard for 35 years. Yes, some people like the feeling of protecting others. I think that's true, Mac. I do. I think there are people who actually want that. Agreed. I think people do want it. Yes. Yes. Um, let's see here. There was confusion on whether Kyle's mom drove him. I've been hearing many people say that they didn't. I thought he did. And again, this is a great point, Teresa. Thank you for bringing this up. So many people, and I think Kirsten has, has shined some light on this. So many things were said up front as if true, pushed by the media as if true, and not challenged at all and accepted as real, right? And I, I keep saying this because it blows my mind that some of my friends, educated, credentialed people, adults, at least in their 40s, assumed and believed that the people Kyle shot when they first heard it were black because white supremacy. So, of course, he was shooting black people. And it wasn't. And they believed it until, like, they saw it on TV, like, oh, that guy's white. What? Like, they didn't, they assumed that people were black. A lot of that happened. So, yes, absolutely. All right. Um, Eugene says, I think everyone should get gun safety training in school. I think that's really it, right? That that shows that he had more, more fire discipline than, again, a lot of police officers. It's true. Yes. So, all right. Um, let's see. Janice says, Kyle's defense lawyer interview after the trial verdict was asked what Kyle's future looked like now. He answered, Kyle suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder. Kyle will probably move out of state. He answered, Kyle will likely become a nurse. Oh, that might help him. That might help him. Maybe he can pull something good out of this. I hope he can, right? I hope Kyle gets a second chance and he can pull something positive out of this, right? I really hope he can pull something out of this. So maybe that's it. Yes. All right. <laughs> Kyle, uh, sorry, Chris says, Fifth Amendment, the right to shut the F up. Yeah, I try to do that whenever I can. I spend a lot of time Trying to not do that. Yes. Yes. Francis, he should have said nothing. The funny thing is that orange man bad hedges best and barely made his opinion be known. All he did was repeat, it's under investigation. It's sad when Trump kept his mouth shut. Right? Isn't Trump the loud mouth tweeter guy? Right? He's tweeting everything. Trump kept his mouth shut and Biden said something. What's going on? It is opposite day. Trump did, he just, whatever, kept his mouth shut. That's what Biden should have done. Keep your mouth shut. Wait to see what happens. Then say something. I haven't said anything until the verdicts. I, I didn't even decide to do this until the verdict came out. I kept my mouth shut. You can do it. It's possible. You can. Particularly if you want to be respected by people. You probably should. Yes. So anyway, sorry about that. All right. All right. Um, let's see here. Um, Matt says, all my leftist acquaintances are raging that the U.S. justice is utter trash. I can agree, but for totally different reasons. Matt, thank you. And this is the part that I hope, I'm going to hope, and maybe I'm fooling myself. Maybe I'm being that dumb optimist that I am often. That if we look down, you know, a week or two from now, we're going to see um, that people get that this system's broken. We got to fix it. I hope that's true. Right. 
I, I hope that's what happens. I don't know if it will, but I sure hope it will. I, I, I don't know. So we'll see. All right. Um, let's see if I can try this thing here. Um, there's, you guys, so many things. I won't be able to get to all of them. Uh, I appreciate it. But the Cowboy S says, right perspective. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. So John says, our entire world is seeped in more relatively on all sides. We need objective standards. The NAP, natural rights. I would agree. Yes. Dan says, time to audit this prosecutor's previous cases. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Tim says, the system divides us to empower itself. Yes. 100%. Um, Steve says, the, the judiciary has always been the real problem, not the police. People don't know that, Steve. You're right. People don't get that. They don't realize how powerful the DA and the prosecutors are. Cops arrest people for crimes that the DA and the prosecutors are prosecuting. If they don't prosecute, the cops don't arrest them, right? The cops aren't going to arrest them. If the DA goes, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to prosecute this, the cops don't arrest them. It's a valid point. It is a big issue. So don't get me wrong. Cops still make mistakes and screw up. They're still humans. But you want to fix this? End the war on drugs. End what the judiciary is doing. End how they're doing things. You're completely correct. Yes. And most people don't get that. They just don't. So, yes. So, all right, so I can do this here. All right. Um, Matt says, Larry, it's not a prison anymore. We're using gulags now. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Michelle says, he's a kid until 21. Kind of true. I mean, right? He can't. Yeah, kind of true. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Matthew says, as a black man, if I was on trial, I'd pray I had a judge like uh, Bruce Schroeder. Yes. Yes. Matthew, you and me both. You and me both. Absolutely. You and me both. Yes. All right. Um, Bill says, if a group of attorneys need time to figure out if a possession charge is proper, let alone is reasonable doubt and vague law. Thank you, Bill. Absolutely. So if you got to figure it out, that's vague enough to not charge him. Right? Clearly, you can't have a good case. Not charge him. 100%. Yes. All right. Julie says, and the MSMC journalist, she puts in quotes, and the jury bus, hmm, going to get photos of them? Going to get something more started by the media? What the hell? Julie, I'll say it again. They were doing what they thought would get you to watch. That's all they cared about. What they, they were getting what they thought would get you to watch. That's all that mattered. Nothing else is important. Yes. Paula says, now I'm going to research this prosecutor and see if I can find out how many other BS charges he stacked up against black kids with the kind of support system Kyle had. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Um, Kirsten says, look, I'm one of the last people to speak up for prosecutors. Given my work, I think prosecutors are devil's pawns and I don't know of any of them that can sleep at night. How many things at night, but the prosecution maintained from start to finish. This was what they believed the law meant. And I can see why you try to sort out the statute with any exceptions. That particular F up is on the legislature. In my opinion, prosecutor Binger is trash, but I'll give him that one. Mm. Oh, Kirsten, I don't know. See, my view is, and maybe we just disagree on this, but my view is, if you're not sure, then don't prosecute, right? If there is a maybe, then don't prosecute. 
But I think they purposefully err on the side of whatevs to stack, right? I think they just stack. That's the point, right? Anyway, so yeah. Um, let's see if I can grab, grab here. Um, Cowboy says, I was putting a mistrial on all accounts. Ooh, I wasn't. I was expecting them to get him on something. I just assumed they'd be like something. Deborah said too. I was watching for that one guilty verdict. So was I, Deborah. I was thinking just like you, right? Just teach him a lesson. I was, I assumed they'd throw something at him. I thought the same thing. I was surprised that he got nothing. I thought they were just like, well, all them charges will give him something. That's what I figured too. Yes. So he says, I was in a grand jury where we tried to not prosecute a man who had already lost his job and reputation because he was growing three pots of weed. The blue-haired women thought he was bad. So funny. Yeah, that's very good. All right. Um, Larry, there are imbeciles on TV believe that not guilty verdict of means back during times of emboldening my white vigilante justice. I did see that, Nuna. You saw that too. There was a woman who was like, you know, this not guilty verdict harkens back. She's saying this harkens back to, you know, when they were hiring vigilantes to go hunt down black slaves who escaped. Wow. You pulled that completely out of your ass. Wow. This is three white people, four white people. There's no slaves. I mean, black, nothing. And there's not hired vigilantes. That's, that's not it. The government's not hiring vigilantes to go get slaves. There's nothing to do with it. You are just pulling out of your ass because you just want that to be a thing. This is not that at all. Nothing to do with that whatsoever. But I did see that. Yes. She said it harkens back something like that too. You know, when, when they would hire vigilantes to go get slaves, like, like, no, that this is nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that at all. Yes. So anyway, um, let's see here. If all parties involved were black, would we even be talking about this? This was hyped by the media for distraction and division. Ooh. Yeah. What if they all were black? What, what, if they're all black, are they, are they part of the BLM side? Are they part of no side? Are they individuals? If somebody, if it was, if it was a black, if Kyle's black and it came across if he was shooting black BLM protesters, if that was the narrative, we'd be talking about it, right? What's the narrative, right? The narrative was immediately white supremacist trying to take over the world, you know, white supremacist. That was the narrative. If the narrative was, I don't know, crazy black man kills BLM protesters, if that was the narrative, I think it, we still would have seen it. The narrative was, is what matters. What can be sexy enough for us to watch? I think that's the case, right? Ben says if it was Chicago, it would have made the news cycle. If they were all black in Chicago, it would have been assumed gang violence. I think, I think you're right. And we don't care about gang violence anymore. That's not a thing for us anymore. That was 90s. Now we're like, whatever. Gang bangers kill each other all day long. We don't care. So I think that's a valid point. If it was Chicago and they were all black, assumed gang violence, boring, move on. But if the narrative would have been shooting BLM protesters, that would have been a narrative that would have worked. So, yeah, I think that's true. So um, I guess the piece that I want to bring up here, if I could, last piece, if I could, I know I'm, I'm, I'm yapping away. I, I'm yapping away. I know I am. But this, this bothered me a bit. Is the idea that what does this ruling or what, is, what does this 
what does this verdict inspire and what message does it send? I cannot tell you how much I hate that when it comes to criminal cases. Messages being sent and ruling mat and rulings matter when it comes to like Supreme Court rulings and stuff like that. When it comes to criminal, it doesn't matter. Let me say it again. When it comes to criminal, it doesn't matter. What matters is only one thing. Is that person guilty or not? The message being sent is irrelevant. The ruling inspiring is irrelevant. Means nothing. If it's a, a case that's civil case or a constitutional case being brought up to the Supreme Court, rulings are critical. They mean everything. But in a criminal case, I don't give a shit if it inspires violence or not. I care that an innocent person doesn't go to jail. Period. That's all I care about. And a guilty person goes to jail. That's it. The message is irrelevant. If I'm going to say that, what a horrible human being you are. If you go, well, this is, what does this message say to us? You know, what is it? This, who cares? I don't care. Someone, what if it's you? Well, you have to go to jail, Chad. Why? Because if you don't go to jail, it'll send a bad message. But I didn't do anything. Yeah, but the message. Bye, your life is ruined. What's wrong with you to think that? But it's on TV. What messages to send? I don't care what messages. I don't care. I hope the message is innocent people don't go to jail. And guilty people do. And the system is screwed up. And prosecutors suck. I hope that's the message it sends. But I don't care. Someone actually said, you know, the question is, does the community feel safer after this? I don't give a shit. I don't. Get better cops then. Right? Train your cops. Or end the war on drugs so you don't have gang violence. There's nothing to do with whether someone goes to jail or not. That is irrelevant. Irrelevant. Then people were saying, well, can the community heal after this? Why do you care? If he goes to jail, what happens to your life? Nothing. If he doesn't go to jail, what happens to your life? Nothing. You're just making this up. This is the hard part. All these people have nothing better to do. Don't you have anything better to do but to sit outside of a courthouse and act like your world is ending because a 17-year-old kid might go to jail or might not go to jail? How sad is your life? I mean that. Shouldn't you be doing something of value? I don't care. You're part of block. Go build something, man. You're part of whatever. Go build something. Black Lives Matter? Go make some Black Lives Matter. Oh, good. Go do the thing you want to do. Why are you there? It doesn't matter. If he goes to jail for 50 years or nothing, your life doesn't change at all. You shouldn't feel safer because he's in jail. Kyle's not coming after you to shoot you. That's not going to happen. Your life is as good or as bad as it always was. Probably bad because you're there. But just whatever, however it is. That's what it is. No difference. Does this ruling inspire violence? We already have violence. Haven't you noticed that? In fact, what was happening that night? Violence. Does a ruling inspire violence? Think about how stupid that saying, that question is. Well, they made a ruling and they allowed him to, to go free. So now everyone's going to start shooting people in the streets. And they were saying that. Now people can go around just start shooting people. Because, because if Kyle had gone to jail, no one's going to shoot anybody anymore. That's the kind of thing we're dealing with. Whenever you hear stuff like that, you should think to yourself, wow, that's stupid. 
Like, that's literally just stupid. Don't you have anything better to do besides go around saying, oh, my God, how can we heal because some kid didn't go to jail? Or can I feel safe because a kid didn't go to jail? Or what message does it send because we didn't punish somebody and put him in jail? I would ask one question. Don't you think people thought that? Well, they were literally putting hundreds of thousands of black young men in jail in the 80s and 90s. Were they saying the same thing? Weren't they thinking that when they were whipping slaves? You want to go back to slavery? I'm going to go back to slavery right now. I'm going to take you back there. What kind of message to send if we don't capture the freed slaves and send them back to the South? Do we really care about property rights? Weren't they saying that? Is there a rule of law if we don't send these men and women back into chains? They were saying it then. Yeah, I didn't care what message that says. I'm not telling you where the slaves are hiding. I'm not telling you where the slaves are hiding. I don't care what message that sends. I'm not putting people back into chains. I'm not doing it. And I'm not putting Kyle Rittenhouse in the jail because you want to feel safer. I'm not putting Kyle Rittenhouse in the jail because it sends the wrong message. And I wouldn't put you in the jail either because it sends a message. If you want a better message, make a better community. Take responsibility for community, Mr. Block, and fix your community and stop thinking Kyle's going to fix it because he's not. How about that? You don't like your police force? Retrain it. It's your police force. Stop blaming others. You pay the taxes. You vote. Is uh, You probably don't vote. Sorry. You should be voting. You don't. But you should be voting. So vote to have people fix your police force then. And stop worrying about whether Kyle goes to jail or not. It has nothing to do with you. It doesn't change anything. And the fact that you think it matters shows how lost you are as a human being. Shows how lost you are as a human being. That's a part that drives me crazy. And maybe I hope I'm not being too mean. I don't mean to be, I'm not trying to say mean things. I just, I can't stand the idea that people act like this is so insanely important. And it isn't. Not for that. It's important for Kyle and the people around him. That's what matters. That's an issue. James says, um, uh, James, uh, James says, uh, awesome. Thank you. I wish for every state like, like mine and yours. And there's we're Larry Sharp out there trying to make a positive difference. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, I do appreciate that. A hundred percent. Yes. Dan says this last part needs to be a short clip to pass around. See a hey, team. If you're watching, please go ahead. So simple. So true, Larry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to, to understand that. That's, that's what really matters, right? Anyway, I actually went down the, the, the racist thing. I didn't mean to. Yes. So, yes. All right. Gun owners of America said they would be donating an era 15 to Kyle. Of course they would. Of course they would. Absolutely. Guys, I didn't say this at all. So I want to say it for those of you watching. Please take the world's smallest political quiz. It does matter. It is important. They are my sponsors. Be good to them. They help this show go. It's free. Take it. Share it. It matters. The more you do it, the happier they are, the happier I am. Please do that. And of course, if you want to support me trying to run for, for a governor, then do it. Head on over to LarryShop.com um, slash 20K. I'll click that link that's right there in the uh, in the link. Click that and give what you can. Every little bit counts. Every little bit counts. If you got big dollars, you got Pete Collock money, big money, throw some big money in there. If you don't have it, no worries. But whatever you can, it will always help. But always like comment, and share. I can't tell you how important that is. 
please like, comment, and share. This has to get out to more people. I hope it makes sense. Hope it made sense to you. Unless you guys run, it's been two hours. I yapped for like two hours. I apologize for going so crazy. Um, but thank you so much. I will see you all. I'm, I'm going to be in Western New York for the next four days. If you can be out there, I hope to see you out there. I'll be back here on a sharp way Wednesday night. I'll see you all very soon.